but you'll probably go bankrupt because you're building a house of cards. And I cannot tell you the number of internet marketing bros and gurus and other fakes I've now seen in my three years of being in the online space and four years of being in business with launch that are completely bankrupt and gone. Can't even find them. Like there's that guy, Dan Locke, he's gone mystery. And you hear about all these scandals that these people go through. And it's because they were mercenaries who can get to 1 million a month, who can get to 10 million, you know, even a month, you know, maybe, maybe 70 million, maybe 40 million, maybe something like that. They can get to those big numbers, but then everything falls apart because it was built on a, it was built on a foundation of sand. So how do you turn your business into an actual brand? Well, my name is Bijal Patel and I've had 13 years of corporate experience working at big Fortune 500 companies and I'm taking all of that juicy firsthand experience and have brought it into my company launch. Within this podcast, you're going to learn about branding, vision, identity, mindset, and how to scale your business to the next level. So let's go ahead and own your brand. So brand visuals versus brand voice. This is gonna blow your mind because no one has defined it like I'm about to define it for you. So branding, like literally 98% of people, probably like yourself, associated with just being like a logo. Like, hey, here's my logo for launch. This is it. It's got colors, logo, font, all of that stuff. Icon, but that's not, that's not all of branding. It's actually 10% of branding. That's the visual part, what you can see. There's a whole other part of it, which is brand voice. It is, how does this brand sound? What are the feelings associated with the brand when your customers or clients think about you? What is it that your personal brand resonates and leaves with people in their heart? What do they think about when they think about you, right? Like the famous Jeff Bezos quote, your brand is what people say about you when you leave the room. And there's a truth to that that is super thick. And so a part of branding, is the visuals that is easy to understand because we can see it and it makes sense. But the other part is the voice. What are the words you use, which translates to the messaging? How do you sound when you're using this? You know, if you heard in a previous episode, I gave an example of Oprah's tone of voice, which is really friendly and aspirational and hopeful. And, you know, she speaks to everyone. And then you have Layla Harmozy, who's popular in the online space, who is direct, masculine, aggressive, bold but also encouraging. She holds you accountable. Two completely different tones of voice, right? But they fit for their correct audience. So there's a coupling that happens here. It's what about the tone of voice that you actually have as a person? And then what is the side that your audience wants to hear? So that's a tactical example for you to understand what brand voice actually is. So beyond just the words and the messaging, it's also how do you sound? So if you go deeper into that, people talk about mission statements and vision statements and culture and core core values all the time, which by the way, we at launch call it core behaviors because core values are very generic and core behaviors actually are going to define through being unique for your company. What do you actually stand for? So that voice part is so essential in combination with visuals. Now you have a really, really strong brand. And when you combine those things with strategy and you know exactly what your vision is, So what do you exist for as a company? What are you trying to change in the world? So a vision is something that you see in your mind, and this is the reason you exist. 
And the only businesses we work with, by the way, are missionary businesses. We do not, I do not touch or serve missionary style businesses. And while we're defining brand visuals versus voice, let's go into missionary versus mercenaries. Missionaries are impact-driven, heart-centered people who are doing something that's big, it's important, it's valuable to the world because they want to change the world to be a better place. They want to help other human beings get to their next level. That is a missionary person. You can think about it as a team member that you're like looking to hire. You can think about it as a client that you want to work with, you know, those kind of things. And even other brands like, you know, Patagonia is a great example of a vision driven company, you know, because they want to save the world by making the world more sustainable. On contrast, think about mercenary style companies, mercenary style brands, mercenary style people. So here's an example of somebody who's a mercenary. When you've got a team member or an employee who's like clocks in and clocks out, counts every minute they're on your watch and makes a point to say, well, I've already worked my 40 hours. That's a mercenary type person. That person is here to collect a paycheck and you are a transaction to them. A client who's a mercenary type person is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you've got a process. I know you've got a thing. I know whatever. Here's what I want. I paid you $20,000 and I need you to be able to bring me that back. Plus more, like you said, you were going to. That's generally a missionary type person. I mean, a mercenary type person. So, hold on. And that's generally a mercenary type person. A mercenary is focused on the transaction. And that makes sense. Business, at the end of the day, you do need to look at your profit margin. You need to look at what you're bringing home. But the problem is, if you lead from that place, your heart and your soul and your energy will push that out into the world and you'll get exactly that back. You might make a lot of money being like that. It's fine but you'll probably go bankrupt because you're building a house of cards. And I cannot tell you the number of internet marketing bros and gurus and other fakes I've now seen in my three years of being in the online space and four years of being in business with launch that are completely bankrupt and gone. Can't even find them. Like there's that guy, Dan Locke, he's gone mystery. And you hear about all these scandals that these people go through. And it's because they were mercenaries, who can get to 1 million a month, who can get to 10 million, you know, even a month, you know, maybe, maybe 70 million, maybe 40 million, maybe something like that. They can get to those big numbers, but then everything falls apart because it was built on a, it was built on a foundation of sand and everything was moving because if you're transactional first, that's what you're going to end up getting back. So that's the point of mercenary versus missionary. And that ties into the bigger piece. What I'm saying is about the visuals versus the voice. So when you're thinking about the voice, are you giving off that you are a missionary who is here to serve? So you want to be telling people what is your vision statement? For example, for launch, our vision is to help women, moms, and minorities get to the next level in business through wealth injection that'll help drive social equity. So put it in other words, we help women, moms, and minorities by injecting wealth into their business so we can drive social equity in the world. So what does that say? That shows us a target focus that we're focused on women, moms, and minorities, our end result as our business. Actually, the most common business owner that we serve is a white Caucasian male that's in the U.S., Hey, real quick, if you've gotten even one piece of gold from this podcast and you're finally starting to understand how branding and brand strategy is gonna take you to the next level, would you do me a favor and either subscribe or 
leave us a review. That would be so amazing. Share it with a friend, send it to somebody who needs this, and let's get back to the show. Why do these things not align, Bijal? Great question. How can I have a vision that's about women, moms, and minorities, but I'm serving white Caucasian males as our primary avatar? Well, first of all, your vision doesn't have to align with who you serve at all, actually. It can, but your vision potentially could be that you want to save rainforests in Costa Rica. Your vision particularly could be that you want to stop children from being human trafficked. And that's the big why of what your business exists for. It exists because through generating the revenue and making the profits, you now have the actual money and capital to be a philanthropist. So if you think about Oprah, somebody who's up, you know, has $3 billion with a B net worth, and she's a philanthropist and she gives back to all these organizations, she can do that because she is for profit first. I tell this to people all the time who are very, very heart-centered and on the other extreme. All I wanna do is serve. All I wanna do is serve. Okay, great, I love you too, but you can be on the extreme of that. You need to be for profit so you get to then get to be for nonprofits. You've got to be profitable so that you can help nonprofits. And that's the order it goes in. So your mission statement is what you actually do for business, who do you help and why do you help them? And your vision is what is the greater impact I wanna make on the world? So in what I just said, what you didn't hear is I'm actually not a crazy feminist. I have a really close relationship with my husband and we treat each other like equals. Our household is one of the equals. Sometimes he does things, sometimes I do things. We do not conform to normal gender roles that are out there and we switch a lot. We are literally a cross-trained household team. Like we can do any, he can put the kids down, I can put the kids down. He can cook, I can cook. I can pay the bills, he can pay the bills. We've traded on who the breadwinner is in the house. Literally everything. We both we both believe though in growth mindset. We both believe in raising our children in a certain way and using our strengths. We both believe in supporting each other at our number one fans within the business. So all of this to say, I'm sharing with you what the brand voice actually is. How are you going to get that from by looking at this, from looking at a logo? You're not going to get that. You're going to get a sense of what our style is and what we put ourselves to be. You're going to get a sense of the status that we want to claim, the authority that we have, the fact that we haven't been around here for a minute, that we understand that we're different, but we are timeless too. So you can get that, but you're not going to get all these other touches that make people feel really drawn to your brand, that feel really connected with who you are, that makes them want to invest with you with their time or even their energy. Think about the energy, which I, by the way, I really appreciate your energy and your attention on watching this. I promise when you are consuming my content, I'm going to give you the best that I can give you. And I'm going to train you on how I think I'm going to train you on how you too can get your business to be successful. So you can have the life that you wanted to have as a busy mom. I've got two little kids that have a husband who I love, who runs two businesses. Our household is busy, but I still believe that I was put on this planet to build empires and nurture children, both. I want to prove to the world that we're going to be able to do both. That is a part of my brand voice, but I'm not some crazy feminist. I don't need to drag men down. I don't have that personality at all. And that's how I'm able to support my husband. And he's able to support me back because we both value each other. So 
To recap real quick, brand visuals and brand voice. Brand visuals, you already know it. It's the logo, it's the fonts, it's every all the graphic elements, it's the colors that are associated with your brand, it's anything that you can literally see, even the branded photography, even the video, even how you dress, your accessories, your swag, all of that falls under the visuals. Like even if you have a lifestyle brand and you're out and you're hanging out on a cruise because you're on a mastermind or you're with the cool fashionable people of the world or whatever it is, that's all a part of visual. So photos and videos and everything is a part of that. The other piece though, the voice, that's the one that's harder to get. And that's where most of the brand strategy development work that we do and we help our clients do comes from. So I want you to start thinking about that. Is your mission clarified? Do you know who you serve, how you serve them, and what particular like what particular method you're using? What's your IP? What is your intellectual protocol to like what you do that is completely different than what other people are out there doing? What makes you unique? That that's your differentiator. That's your secret sauce, right? The other thing is is are you communicating that actively with the world? So you've got the messaging You've got the tone of voice. You know what you stand for. Are you living within your core values? Which again, we call core behaviors. We have a special way that we do it. But are you living within that frame so that your team who's coming up and through you and in your organization, the clients you attract, all of them have a shared sense of common purpose, which is established through the mission. They have a vision, which is the why the business exists. The business is funding something positive in the world or positive impact on people. It's not measurable. A mission is, is actually measurable. And then the final piece of this is, are these two working together? Are your brand visuals and your brand voice, are they working together and are they aligned? So they represent you and your brand and create that visibility, attention, and authority in the marketplace that you are destined to get because you're incredible at what you do. So if you wanna build a world-class brand, these are two things I want you to look into.